Nun Aleph, we're on Nun Abbeis at Tanan. So we had brought him a chleik as Rav and Shmuel on the nature of the Hezek of Bar. So Rav said the nature of the Hezek of Bar is only from the Hevel, meaning from the, the animal chokes on the bad air on the bottom of the bar. Now, as we explained already, it's not really accurate. If you put Avnei Sakini Masoi, something in Mubashat Saravan that people bump into, or an animal bumps into, that is bar, and you're chayav on the chavata of that. That's no question according to Rav. Rav is when you dig a bar, Rav says, when you dig a bar, you didn't create a mazik with the karka. The karka was always there. It was karka oilam. That was always there. You didn't do any. You made it a little bit more accessible, whatever it is, but you didn't really do anything. And therefore, Rav says, you're not chayav on the karka oilam. You only chayav on the fact that you created a new mazik called hevel, which didn't exist before you dug. Which says you're chayv on the hevel, yes. Which one says you're also chayv on the karka oil. You're chayv on both of them. You're going to be chayv. The Gemara said the nafkamina is if you make something that's gova, taller with Shasrab and, and the animal falls off of it, according to Rav, you're not going to be chayv. There's no hevel. But according to Shmuel, you're still going to be chayv for the chavot of Shabbat. Okay. So now, that was, mish- that machlek was said in a vacuum. Now let's try to figure out how it fits into our Mishnah. Tonight, our Mishnah said, uh, with three lines into the medium lines, If it was less than ten tvachim deep, it was only seven tvachim deep, and the animal falls into it and dies, because animals don't die in less than ten tvachim, seven tvachim, less than ten. But if the animal gets damaged, then you're going to be chayv. Now, says, well, what's pshat in this? My time why are you putter? Lav mishum the less bei chavata. The Gemara assumes in the Havamina that any hole has bad air. So if any hole has bad air, then the chayer, when an animal breathes it, the animal should die. So if the Gemara, if the Mishnah says that if it's less than ten tefachim, you're going to be putter, must be the issue is chavata. And if it's less than ten tefachim deep, there's not such a bank. So it's mashma dafka. There is no din of Hevel, which would be Akash and Rav and Shmuel. Because remember, Shmuel agrees that there's a problem called Hevel. Shmuel says there's also a problem called Chavata, but everybody says there's Hevel. Says the Gemara, the Havimina says, what's, if there's a Hevel issue, what's the difference how deep the bar is? Says the Gemara, Mishum de Lespe Havla. No, Hevel only exists in a bar that's ten, if it's a certain depth. If the bar is not a certain depth, there is no bad air there, and therefore the animal should not die. So, but wait a second. If that's the case, he said if the animal gets damaged, not dies, but the animal gets damaged in a bar that's seven tvachim deep, so Bishmav on the side that it's chavata, we understand. Depends how far it is, how much you're going to get damaged when you fall. But if you tell me now it's a question of breathing, the more in the Havamina, second Havamina now, assumes that if either you could breathe or you can't breathe. And if you could breathe, then you shouldn't be any din of Hezek. And if you can't breathe, then even if it dies, you should be chayef. Halas ve'havala, Sigmar Amri. Even by breathing issues, there's breathing that could kill and breathing that could weaken the animal and then it could get damaged that way. So we're now saying that both in Chavata, hitting, and in Hevel, breathing, there are different levels, different madregos, and therefore, if it's very deep, 10 fucking deep or more, the animal could get hurt and die from the breathing and from, or, and or, according to Shmuel, from the Chavata, but if it's less than 10 fucking, 7, whatever it is, then according to both of them, there could be injury, but there will not be death. Now, interesting story now. There was an animal that was walking and fell into an irrigation ditch. An irrigation ditch in Ivrit is called an Amatamayim. Why is it called an Amatamayim? Rashi says, because it's an Amadip. Okay, it's an Amadip. How much is an Amma? Six Tvachim. Okay, so the animal, Ashar, fell into a bar that was six Tvachim deep. 
So the, it obviously got seriously injured in some way. So the, this is not a Hezek issue. This is going to be a Yardea issue. So the owner saw it lying there in the bottom of the bar. It was still alive. The owner quickly ran. So the owner shechted it. So he says, if the animal broke its leg, it won't be able to work. At least they'll be able to get meat out of it. So it shechted on the spot. Tire fair of Nachman. Nachman said, you ch- sorry, the animal's treif. Why? Because we have a Gemara in Chulin. There's a halacha called risuk evarim. If an animal gets catastrophically injured, so then we have to be afraid that internal organs were injured in a way that the animal's a treifa. The Gemara explains over there that it only is true if, obviously you don't see anything, but if the animal is able to get up and walk around, then it's not a treif, obviously. Or, if the animal lives for 24 hours after the catastrophic fall, that is also an indication that it's not a treifa. In this case, the owner went ahead and shechted the animal right away, before it stood up and walked around, and before it was able to wait 24 hours. Nachman said, sorry, it's a treifa. Now, remember, it only fell six tvachim. So why would it be a treifa? According to what you have said to now, six tvachim is enough to injure. Six tvachim is not enough to kill. If it's not enough to kill, it shouldn't be a treifa. A number of Nachman, Nachman even said worse than that. Nachman said, Ishakal murdered that. What happened over the animal? The owner lost this whole animal. Now it's a trefa, it's garbage. He said, Ishakal murdered tuva kava de kimcha. If the owner would have taken, you know, one kav worth of kemach and taken a day off of work, and instead of wasting his time, he would have gone spent a day in the base medish learning Hilchas trefas. Before he became a shepherd for his animals, he would have learned that And therefore, he wouldn't have shechted it right away. He would have said it's Kedai to wait 24 hours before I shecht it. If it lives 24 hours, then I could shecht it and eat it, even if it has a broken leg. But he didn't do that. So if he would have done that, the he wouldn't have lost this animal. Now he threw hundreds, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, whatever, into the garbage because he didn't spend a little bit of money before he became a shepherd. Fine. That's the story. What's Pshat in the story? Alma, the animal fell here, only six tefachim deep. And if Nachman said, it's considered like it's dead, it's a trefa. So you see an animal could get injured from Misa in less than ten tefachim. So on that, Esri Rebbe of Nachman, our Mishnah. You see in the Mishnah, less than ten tefachim does not injure a fatal injury. So what has Rav Nachman in the Mishnah? Rav Nachman holds like Rav. And Rav says that Mishum Chavata, it could be when the animal falls into a bar that's only six Tvachim deep, according to Rav, the animal does get a fatal injury. But you're not chayef for that, Hezek Mitam Bar, because that's Karka Oilam. But Mitam Dine Yordeya, and if an animal falls, at this stage in the Gemara, if an animal falls into a bar less than ten Tvachim deep, it could have a fatal injury from hitting its head on the ground. But we don't care about that in terms of Chesh Mishpat. We do care about that in terms of Dine Yordeya. And therefore the animal will be a trefa. But the, and our Mishnah was talking about DNA Havala. Havala is only by 10 Tvachim deep or not. This would be a big Kiddush now. Says, this would change the whole Pshat and Shmuel. Says, Mihachi, so Huzik by Chayev, or less by Havala. So the Gemara goes back to the Havala we had before. If it's a Hevel issue, so then why is it going to be damaged or less than 6 Tvachim if there's no Hevel? Some of them know, ain't Hevel Amisa, be a Shevel and Like we said, you could have partial Hevel, which could go a Hezek. Okay, so at this stage, we're assuming that you could actually get a fatal injury from banging less than 10 tvach. Sanhedrin. says, But when a person gave a person skila, they didn't just stone him. First, they threw him off the roof, and then they threw stones on him. How tall was that roof? So the base of skila, you give a is two floors high, which is like to say each floor was, let's say, an amr and a half, two amas, whatever it is. So let's say it was four amas tall. But Tani Yolava Kaimashalai and the person's kaima, because he was tall himself, and so he fell head first, let's say. So when he fell off the top of the roof, he was actually falling, his head was falling a distance of three amas. Now, 
Why does it have to be so tall? So if you're going to hold like we're saying now, that you could even fall off six Tvachim and get killed. So why do I have to build such a built building? So what kind of cash is that? So what, what kind of cash is that? So everybody holds ten Tvachim would be enough to kill him, but we don't see that they made a base of skill that was only ten Tvachim high. Ella, Really, they could have made it ten tefachim wide. The reason they made it so tall was Kedurav Nachman. Amar Nachman, Ravo, Amar Kral, Pasuk of Yafter Echa Kamaicha, Barle Misa Yafa. You want him to die quickly, and if he falls only off ten tefachim, or according to what we're saying now, even six tefachim, he'll die, but it'll take a while. So therefore, they made it tall, so he'll die faster. From Yochi Nagbatve, so make it ten kaimas high, like make it very high. Says the Gemara, Mishum the Mininvul. If you make it too high, then his body's going to splatter. You don't want his body to splatter. That's not nice. And therefore, we find the middle ground is. Two koimis plus himself, so he's falling from three komot high, and that'll be enough to kill him quickly without being manavel the body. So no kasha. Eisrei, we have another place we have a kasha. This no, this halacha is also negei hukas ma'akeh to make a ma'akeh around the roof. The pasuk says ki simda ba'is chadash v'asisa ma'akeh legegecha v'leisasun dama be'beisecha ki yipol hanofel mimenu, so that a, someone does not fall off the roof. So we dash from the brayse says mimenu v'loy mitlitoche. Only if you fall from the roof off to something else, not from something onto the roof. What does that mean? Case and the Bryce explains. If there was a cliff, if the, if the house you have was in a valley, and there was a cliff next to the house, more than 10 tefachim on top of the house, someone falls from the Rishos Rabbim, off the Rishos Rabbim, down the cliff, onto your roof, that's not your responsibility. If, the Rishus Rabbim was lower than the house ten tefachim. Enough for me to echad the Someone falls from the roof to the Rishus Rabbim. Then you're going to be chayiv. That's the brayso hilchas ma'akeh. Now, why does the roof have to be ten tefachim off the Rishus Rabbim? According to what we just said, even if you fall six tefachim or seven or whatever it is, six for sure, you're going to be chayiv for hilchas yardeya. So then you should be chayiv and ma'akeh, even if the house is less than ten tefachim over the Rishus Rabbim. So it's a kashan of Nachman. You're right. Really, you can have a fatal injury less than ten tefachim. But the halach of ma'akeh, the pasuk says, is on a bias, and you can't have a bias unless you have a certain configuration. More in other places, talks about it has to be four amos by four amos or seven tefachim by seven tefachim. Different sizes you have to have the house, but the height of the house has to be at least ten tefachim for it to be called a house, like a sukkah. Minimal shear sukkah is ten tefachim, so the minimal shear house is ten tefachim, therefore it's, it's, not, it's not a question of the injury. Could be you could be injured less, because there's a custom that the din of ma'akeh is only on a house. says, me'yachi, if that's the question, you haven't accomplished anything. Because what are we saying here? We're saying he fell from the top of the roof to the Rishus Rabbim, and the distance there was ten tefachim. How tall is the house if from the roof it's ten tefachim? The house inside the house is going to be less than ten tefachim. Yachashinami davim avrayasar from the external, from the top of the roof is ten tefachim. Dominate tikkur mazifa. You have a roof and you have tar or whatever it is. inside the house not ten tefachim. Remember when you build a sukkah ten tefachim, it's ten tefachim from the floor to the bottom of the schach, not the top of the schach. And therefore, the chayyim is not going to be. This is not going to answer your question. Someone, oh, that's not the problem. Going to chok migavoy. We're talking about where, let's say, that the house was ten tefachim on the outside. Inside the house, you're right, it was still only nine tefachim high, but you dug in the floor of the house to make she extra tefach. So, therefore, inside the house, that's, about, that's a very nice answer. So, you can make the outside of the house seven tefachim tall and dig three tefachim into the house. So, you have a te- if the whole din of ten tefachim is just the height of the inside of the house, nothing to do with the outside of the house, so you can have a house that's six tefachim high, you dig four tefachim on the inside of it to make the internal part of the house ten tefachim, then you should be chayvan a And we never see such a halacha that that's true. 
So we're back to our question, which is: It seems clear from Hilchas Maka that you don't that if you fall less than ten tefachim, it doesn't. You're not going to be responsible at all so for fatal fall. So what's Pshat and Rav Nachman? Why do you make the animal trafe? Hello, from the bottom of the belly of the animal to the ground is It's at least four tefachim. A normal cow, when it's big cow, from the bottom of its belly to the ground is at least four tefachim, which means the belly when it falls into the bar is falling ten tefachim. Four tefachim from its belly, from the bottom of its belly to the zero zero, and then another six tefachim down, so the belly actually fell ten tefachim. And that's why it's a trefa. Arisa the Dali Kamahavi Shisa. The the Amatamayan was six. Ha Asara. So therefore it's Shtakati Kikomachbat when it hit the ground, may Asara to Kamachbat. So that didn't Khashemishbat, but in terms of Dina Yordea, you have an animal that actually fell ten tfachim, and therefore it could be a fatal floor, and a fatal falling would actually create a trefa. So well, wait a second. So what about a pshat in our mission then? So any animal that's walking on the edge of a bar, why does the bar have to be ten tefachim to kill the animal? Six, because the animal is going to fall four down because it's from its belly. Or even more. If it falls from its belly, you don't need ten. But if it fall, if it's lying on the ground and it rolls into the bar, then it's only going to fall six. So then it wouldn't count. And then you need to have 10. So the mission says you have 10. It's to cover all cases. But Lamaisa, according to Moshe Shem, not, Rashi is not 100% clear, according to Moshe Shem, if the animal is walking and falls into the bar, and the bar is only 6, it could be, according to Shmuel at least, you're going to be chai for that chavota. According to Rav, not. But according to Shmuel, you would be chai for that chavota because it has been machpit ten tvach. But that's only would be a cow. It's not going to be a cow. Correct, 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 correct. Depends on the animal, depends on what's going on. And according to Rav, the Hevel, the Hevel, Hevel has to be ten first into it. And in we'll see that in the Gemara tomorrow. If it does not fall face first, you're going to be putter. Because the Hevel is... The Hevel is right. If it falls backwards, you're going to be putter. It's the fair Mishnah. You'll see. Says the Mishnah. Yeah, says the Mishnah. Bar shall shnei shutfin. If you have a bar that's owned by two people, Reuven and Shimon own a bar. So Reuven was using... We'll see what this means, but I'll translate it how the Gemara is going to explain it when we get on our base. If Reuven was using the bar, and then he finished... And he gave it to Shimon to use now. Okay? So he left it by Shimon. How we left it by Shimon, we'll see in the Gemara. The Gemara is going to discuss some Now the second one finishes, and he also doesn't leave it covered. He leaves it uncovered. Because by the first one giving it over to the second one, he's telling him, now, now for this time period, it's your responsibility. If you don't take care of it, then you're responsible, not me. First thing, what is the technical question? Just to bring us back to yesterday's stuff. How do you have a bar of Shnei Shutfin? What's the case? Remember, can you have a bar of Shnei Right, according to Rabbi according to Rabbi, you could have a barber shusayachid. According to Rabbi Shmuel, there's no such thing as a barber shusayachid. Bars only barber Okay, so according to Rabbi Akiva, there's a barber shusayachid. That a barber shusayachid is chayiv. So mishkach. So the shot in the mission is very simple. You have v'chotzos shal shneim. You have v'chotzos that's owned by two people, Reuven and Shimon. Ubar shal shneim. V'efkira shusim leefkira. And then they let everybody from the shusayachid come in, and then you have a bar of shnei shutfin. So then we're discussing who's responsible. Fine. If you hold Barber Shusei is always Potter, like Rabbi Shmuel held. Rabbi Shmuel said, you're only going to be high for the Takola. In the Rishusei Yachid, you're Potter, because why is nobody, you don't expect anybody to come in, even if you let them come in, you don't take responsibility. Okay. So, Barshusarabim? Only must be in Barshusarabim. So, what's the case? Barshusarabim, 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 Because you don't own it. Remember, you don't own anything in Barshusarabim. In Barshusarabim, you're only high for creating the bar. How do you have two people creating a bar? 
So we're like this. Either Shavu Shliach, so I can have one case, where Reuben and Shimon hire Levi to dig the bar for both of them, in Rosh Hashanah. Okay, says Mar, but that doesn't help. They tell Zayvi to go dig it, he digs it. So, but that doesn't help. Ain't Sheikh Tvarvera. Right, there's no Sheikh Tvarvera, and Rashi explains a few from now. The Avera here is not a bar per se, the Avera is doing something with Shasram that you have no permission to do. Right, you're, being, you're creating, you're digging Rosh Hashanah. You have no permission to dig Rosh Hashanah. So when Levi does it, it's Levi's problem. Nothing to do with Reuben and Shimon. So we're back to our question. What's the case? Okay, so I have a case. Reuben digs the first five, and then Shimon digs the next five. Well, who's responsible in that case? That is, this is going to open up a whole can of worms now. Well, let's see. So it says, L'chaira, nestalku maiserishin. L'chaira, Reuben's off, out of the picture now. Since Shimon dug the second five, Shimon's chayev. So more, wait a second. We'll get to a machlekes Rebbe and the Rabbanon about this point. The mamish one minute, but according to Rebbe Ulanizakin, if the animal in this case fell in and got injured, did not die, got injured, which means according to Rebbe, when Reuven dug a bar that's five tochem, is that enough to injure somebody? According to Shmuel, according to Shmuel, Chavata, hundred percent. According to Rav, also Chavala, you can have for injury. So when Shimon went and did another five, it's just more injury. But Reuven contributed already to that injury. And if we're going to Rebbe and Echanami, Reuven and Shimon would both be responsible. So you can have a Shar Shoshnai Shutfim. Mishkachasa. El El Rebbe Lamisa. We're talking about a case where the animal died. Where if the animal died, then clearly Shimon's responsible. He's the one who made it 10 Tvachim. And the Rabbanon, according to Shittus Rabbanon, Bein Lamisa, Bein Lamisakin. Rabbanon say, even by the case of Nizakin, we'll see from Xerxakasav in a second, Reuven's out of the picture and only Shimon's Chayev. So according to them, it's impossible to have a case of a joint barber, Shisram, that you're both responsible for. Hechem Ishkachasa. So I'll tell you a case, technical case, but Kachahave, Gunshir Aku Shneim, Chuli Babasachas. One dug four, one dug four, whatever it is, they got to the last little bit to make it 10 Tvachim, and together they pulled out that big stone, Vishlimul Asara, and then they made it 10 Tvachim deep. So if they Taka did it both together, then it would be an absolute bar of Shlei Shutfin, and then they both be responsible, and that's what our mission discusses, handing off the responsibility from one to the other. Now, let's get to this Machlaikas. My Rabbi, my Rabbana. This Anya, we have the following Brysa. Echad Chaifer Bartisha. So Reuven digs nine, and the Shimon comes and digs the last tenth. Says the Tanakam, Ha'achrein Chayef. Shimon is Chayef. Rabbi Yaimer, if the animal died, then of course Shimon is one who made it ten. If the animal only got injured, then they're both going to be responsible. Now, but just give a little hakdama. We're going to have to discuss three types of cases here. You just have to pay attention, and you'll get it very simply. There's eight plus one, nine plus one, ten plus one. Just remember those three numbers: eight plus one, nine plus one, ten plus one. One of three cases. Let's just chazer. If Reuven digs eight, and then Shimon adds a ninth, the bar is still not a bar for Misa. It's only a bar for Nizakin. And they've contributed equally to the Nizakin. Case number one. Case number two, nine plus one. So Reuven did only Nizakin. Shimon turned it into a bar for Misa. Maybe it's different. Then you have ten plus one, where Reuven already created a bar shell Misa, and now Shimon's just making more Misa. So ten plus one and eight plus one are very similar. Right, because 8 plus 1, they both just did Nazikan type of things. And 10 plus 1, they both did Misa type of things. So we, those are similar types of cases. Now, let's go through here. My time at the Rabbanon. So uh, the Bryce's case was 9 plus 1. 
Right? The Bryce's case was not 8 plus 1, it was not 10 plus 1, it was 9 plus 1. And we said the Rabbanan said the last person is always responsible. Why? So we dash in him. Again, Takashi, we already asked before, why does it say it twice? The once you chayev for uncovering, of course you chayev for digging. Says Rabbanan, it's teaching me that if the second one digs after the first one digs, automatically the second one is chayev, not the first one. We already said earlier that that's teaching you whether you dug it and then you covered it or whether you uncovered it and then covered it. In both cases, covering is going to be enough. So that, it's not teaching me that Allah. Rabbanan, you're right. That's not the right drasha. That drasha we need for something else. Why does it say the word ish? We said The word ish is teaching me one person is high for digging a bar and not two. Now, everybody agrees. It's made very clear. In the previous case we had where two people dig the last Tefach, and of course they're both responsible. That's not debatable. Here we're talking about where they did it in sequence. It says the Rabbanan, only one of them is responsible. Now, so far we didn't see which is responsible. Hold on. Rabbi says, they teach you a different halacha. We already said earlier, they teach you that only a human being is chayef for digging a bar. An animal that digs a bar is not chayef. That's what ish teaches me. It says it twice. It says the word ish twice. One to be mighty an animal, and one to tell me only one person's chayef, not two. Rabbi, Big deal. I did because of high, because of high. Once it said ish, we might see an animal, but one of the cases, it said ish, tam is an extra, but it was no drush. So, well, okay. So, according to Rabban, it says ish, only one. We might have the basa, dim the kama. So, how do you know which one's chayev? In nine plus one, are you chayev? The, only one of them is chayev. Is the first guy chayev or the second guy chayev? Let's talk about that. Dama krala, meisi eloi. The balabar gets the dead animal. So, if the balabar gets the dead animal, what does that mean? A hud misa. The one that caused the death. Who's the one that caused the death? Clearly Shimon. If Shimon's the one that caused the death, then it's Xerus HaKosov. Now, it, and at this stage, even in a case, even in a case where it didn't die, or even in a case where there was no Misa, the Rabbana are learning Xerus HaKosov, they were touching up the word Ish, that always the second one's Chayv. So at this stage in the Gemara, whether it's 8 plus 1, 9 plus 1, 10 plus 1, the Chayra, in all these cases, the Rabbana learned out Ish, the second one is Chayv, the first one is not. Okay. Says That possibly we use for a different drasha. Now a shar hegdish that falls into your bar your pateron. That we've already said hegdish you don't deal with hezek. But shar psulim mikdash means a shar that was hegdish got a mum. You were paid to it. Now it's your animal. But the halacha is you only allowed a shecht and eat that animal. You're not allowed to feed it to dogs. So if the animal falls into a bar and dies, the bala bar has nothing to do with that animal. It's a carcass that's worthless. So the Pesach says, that sharp slum, that should not fill a bar, putter, you don't have to, Balabar does not have to pay. But not in the case where he doesn't get to keep the carcass carcass because the carcass is worthless. So we already see this, we already use this Pesach of Amesi Eloi for a different drasha. But Lamaisa, we see that who is Amesi Eloi? The one who caused the Misa. So it's always going to be the second guy. So either way, we see that drasha. Fine. So, so far, we're saying the Rabbanan say you're always second person's chayev. And Rabbi says, when it comes to Misa, the one who creates the Misa is clearly chayev. But when it comes to Nizakin, they both contributed to the Hezek. Not, but not by the one who creates Misa, I'm talking about 9 plus 1. Okay, now what about this case? Ten Rabbanan. 10 plus 1. The Taisa says, Lavdafka 20 or 30. One does ten, and the other one digs one tefach, and the other one does another tefach. Doesn't matter. So now, what happens? Says the Bryce of Kulin Chayavin. They all are equally responsible for the animal. 
But if a brisa, the brisa says, Rabbi a second brisa says, a second person comes and makes it narrower. Making it narrower makes more hevel. Okay, so the second person makes more hevel. Only the last guy is chayv. So it's steer between the two brises. One brisa says that when you have misa plus misa, they're both chayv. The other brisa says misa plus misa, the second one's chayv. So the Pashup shot would be the Rabbanon who always say the second one is Chayev, that's the second Brisa, and Rebbe who says you always split it is the first Brisa. Now, Rebbe said in the case we said, Rebbe said, Achar Achar Misa, when Shimon created the Misa and Ruven did it. But when Ruven created Misa and Shimon added on Misa, then Rebbe would also say you split it. When the Rabbanon always say, you go after the second one. That's the Havamino. Amr Zvid says, it could be that both Rabbanon. All the Rabbanon always say the last guy's Chayev. What's the case where they're all Chayev? When the first one did not create a Shir Misa, if it's 10 plus 1, you're ready. Aloy applies to the first guy as well. Because he created the Shir Misa. Then in a Chanami, the Rabbanon would agree you split it. And therefore, according to this, Pshat Taisa says on Aleph, 8 plus 1, you would also split. Because 8 Nezikin. plus 1, what? For Nezikin also, right? Because just like 10 plus 1, once you've created Misa, you're not off the hook just because someone created more Misa, but Nezikin also. If you create an Nezikin and someone does just more Hezik, then not. If you create an Nezikin and someone creates 10, 9 plus 1, once the second one now is responsible for the Misa, now he's responsible for everything. Fine. But if he didn't change the status of the bar, it was always either an Ezekiel bar already and it remains an Ezekiel bar. Or it's a Misa bar and it remains a Misa bar, then in a Chanami you're going to split it. But if it was an Ezekiel bar and the second guy making a Misa bar, that's when the second guy takes over for responsibility. Okay, so what's Pshat in the Sefer? The second price, huh? So why is in that case the second one Chayef? If the first one made a Shir Misa, the second one made it narrower, so what? The first case was talking about was ten tefachim deep, but it was wide. As we'll see in the Gemara Sheikh, when it's very wide, ten tefachim is not automatic. If it's very, very wide, there's no hevel. Now, if it could be, it's still going to create chavata. But we're talking about a case. Rashi says where it's spongy, right? It's soft, so it's not a chavata issue. It's only a hevel issue. It's only a hevel issue. It's very wide. The first guy did not create a case of misa. That's like digging nine. Then the second guy comes and makes it more narrow by painting on it or whatever he's doing, and therefore he creates the matzah of misa. That's the equivalent of nine plus one. Nine plus one, of course, they're about to argue and say that only the second one is going to be chayv. You can the army, or you can learn it the opposite. Amrav Zvid, Hava Rebbe. It's both going to Rebbe. Oh, Rebbe said you always split it. Remember, according to Rebbe, 9 plus 1, 9 plus 1, they're both going to be Chayv. Right? We're talking about a case over here where the first guy didn't even do 9. First guy did nothing. First guy dug a bar that was very, very wide and had no Hevel, no Hevel. And it was spongy, so it had no Chavata. He did nothing. He made a little Luna Park. It was very nice. It was spongy. It was all good. Nobody was going to get on this at all. Comes along the second guy and makes it narrower. And now the second guy created the whole Ezek. Says the Gemara. That's when the second guy only is Chayv. Then, I mean, according to Rebbe, if the first guy did anything, the first guy is being mitzvah. That's what Rebbe had said. But if the first guy did nothing at all, he created a hole, but the hole is totally, perfectly safe, 
Then the second guy comes and makes it more narrow. Whatever he does to it, takes the sponges out of it. Then the second guy is going to be totally responsible. So you have three ways to learn these two prices. Either it's Gufa Machlek is rabbi the Rabbanon, or they're both Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon agree by 10 plus 1 and 8 plus 1 that they're both split it. Or Rebbe holds in this case, Rebbe, it's really Rebbe? And then in this case, talking about where there's no Hezek whatsoever. It's a tricky Brysa, but you can work it out. It depends. It, well, it depends. Again, Rashi just throws that in in case you are wondering why there would be no why there would be no sponging thing according to Shmuel. So according to Shmuel, somehow it's spongy. That's all. Rashi just throws that in. Amarava. Similarly, let's see if a bar is nine tefachim deep, and a guy comes and builds a lip around it a tefach tall. So that's the equivalent of nine plus one. But instead of putting the one on the bottom, he puts the one on the top. That's a lip. He puts a lip, but it's not. But now it's ten tefachim deep. So obviously, that's the same achleikus. But the Rabbi and the Rabbanan say nine plus one. The second one's chayiv. Rabbi says nine plus one. They're both chayiv. Pshita, what's the difference? Why would you think not? If I dig an extra one on the bottom, when the animal falls in, face first, obviously, what does it choke on? You could say it chokes on the, what it hits on the bottom. So if I Ruverin digs nine and Shimon digs the tenth on the bottom, so the mice of the animal is choking on Shimon's tenth. Then we can discuss it. But if Shimon puts his tenth on the top, so maybe it's not, it's not contributing. Maybe then you'd say only it's Ruvain's problem and not Shimon's problem at all. Then we don't look at it that way. And by adding an extra tefach on top, Shimon has also contributed to the bad hevel on the bottom. Because that makes it deeper and makes it deeper. Makes it more. By Rav, what about this case? Ruvain digs a, t- a, a, a bar of ten tefachim. Okay. Shimon comes along and sees it. Tom Tefach, he takes dirt, he has, he has a bag full of dirt, he fills it up, he can't fill up the whole bar, he fills up one Tefach of it. So now it's not a 10 Tefach bar anymore, now it's only 9 Tefach bar. Then his wife calls him and says, I need you home and bring that sand, I needed it for the backyard. So he takes the sand out of the bar. Vesilek Avonav, now he takes it out. Now, what did we say? Me, I mean, my David Shakli. It's really Ruvain's bar. That was ten tefachim deep. Shimon temporarily made it nine, and then he took off what he left. But Lamaisa, what's here is Shimon is Ruvain's bar. Nine to it, Shimon. Once he puts down that one tefach, Ruvain's job is out of the picture now. Ruvain now only has a nine tefach bar. Ruvain's potter. Shimon now, when he takes out that tefach, now he's now created the bar, and now he's in trouble. According to according to Rebbe, half according to Rabbanan, whole whatever take. Bar Shmoida. If you have a bar that is eight tfachim deep, okay? And in there, there are two tfachim of mayim in the bar. So you have six tfachim of airspace and two tfachim of water. Chayev. If you build such a bar and an animal falls into it, you're going to be chayev. Hevel. My time, I call tefach the abasha dummy. Two tfachim of water create bad air on the bottom of the bar. And therefore, it's as if you dug a ten tefach deep bar. It's like you added on an extra one. So called tefach tamay kitre the abasha. It's like you added on more. And therefore, even though you only have six airspace, we consider it as a ten tefach bar deep. And therefore, you're going to be chayav for the whole thing. Says the Gemara. Okay, how does that apply to other cases? Ibarlu bar tisha umehem tefach echad mayim. Let's say you have a nine tefach bar and it was filled up with one of water. Okay. So now you have eight, eight air plus one water. Well, it's only one tefach water. That doesn't really create more bad air. Or one tefach that's that deep. It's an extra tefach deep in the ground. Maybe that does create bad air, and it would be like it's ten tefachim deep. 
Or, Bar Shiva Mayam Shlesha Tvachim. What if it's seven and has three of water? So you have four airspace and three water. So do you say, well, three water times two is six, six and four is ten, so you chayiv. It's not very deep water. It's only four tvachim from the top of the ground. So maybe that doesn't count. Which would mean that, according to these two studim, the only case where this is applicable is eight and two. Nine and one, maybe not, and seven and three, maybe not. So only eight and two, take. Now, they don't ask if the, the animal drowns. No, John, no, no, that's not. So you're walking in, you're walking with Shisrab or Shisrab, whatever it is, and you see a bar, it's 10 Tfachim deep, and you say, wow, that's dangerous, and you go ahead and you say, I'm going to make the bar wider. Now, by making the bar wider, remember, bar is circular. By making a bar wider, you've done good and bad. You've taken out the hevel, but it's but you made it wider to fall into. So, Mao, I'm tavla. Less, that's bad air. You did a good thing. You made it wider. It depends. Next If you see the animal that falls into it died from choking, so you can't be mechayev shimon. Shimon, if anything, helped to make less evil. So Shimon's off the picture. If it died from hitting his head on the ground, according to Shmuel, he helped it fall in. So he's going to be partially responsible at least. It depends. Let's say Shimon made it uh, wider on the east, and it fell in from the east. He made it closer. He contributed to the uh, to the Hezek. If it fell in from the west, then Shimon only helped the situation. So it depends. Both of these things can be really true, right? These, are not, these two Ikadiyamis are not mutually exclusive. They could both be true. That depends which side. It depends how it happened. Oh, so now let's get to our question. It's been very clear through the Sugi now for the last few minutes that a bar 10 Tvachim deep is not necessarily going to cause Hevel. It depends on its depth and it depends on its width. So here's bar. Bar Sha'amuka If it's 10, remember, it's bar, uh, bar is circular. So we're talking about the diameter. If it's 10 Tvachim deep and a diameter of 10 Tvachim. So Rabbi of Yosef, Dami Trevayim, Yishmei the Rabbi Barchanan, Dami Yishmei the Rabbi Mani, Chalam, or one of them said, Li'olam Yeshba Hevel, it's always Hevel, Adshi Rechava Yosra Alamka. If it's equal, if it's 10 Tvachim deep and 10 Tvachim wide, it's going to have Hevel, but if it's 11 Tvachim wide, then no Hevel. Once it's wider than it is deep, no Hevel. That would, that would make the same difference no matter how deep it is. If it's 100 Tvachim deep and 101 Tvachim wide, no Hevel. The opposite, right? So the question is by equal. If it's equally as wide as it is deep, is there hevel or not? That's the machlekes between these two sheets. Let's get back to the Mishnah. Finally, the Mishnah said, So they both were sharing the bar, and then Ruvain said, "Okay, I'm uh, I'm not using it now. Shimon, you use it." We say Shimon's responsible. How does Reuven pass his responsibility over to Shimon? So Reuven me'emas, Rishon me'emas mifter. When does he become potter? Again, Rabbi Yisrael the Mishvayim, Mishmei the Rabbi Barchanan, the Mishmei the Rav Mani, the Adam Achloikis, Chanamar Mishmei Nichoi Mishdamish. When Reuven sees Shimon using the bar, Reuven says, okay, you're using it, I'm out of here, goodbye, it's your responsibility. Chanamar Mishyim Tzuloi Dalyoi. Reuven has to give something over to Shimon. So Machleik is what this word Dalyo means. Does Dalyo mean the cover? Or does it mean like the bucket that you used to take it over? But he has to give something to Shimon to indicate that I'm done, now you're taking over. What's the Machleik is? The price says, Leave it to me. This happens all the time, right? Someone says, Oh, leave it to me. I'll lock up for you. 
Oh, oh, oh. Right? So who's responsible if he doesn't lock up? Tanakama says, as long as you see he's using it, the second guy's using it, first guy's potter. You have to do something. What's the prayer. Now this is not classic prayer. Classic prayer means something that happens later. Do we look at it as it happened before? This is not classic prayer. This is prayer in terms of shutris. When two people own something together, what's the halachic lomdus behind their owning sharp together? Is the pshat they all own own of it? All of it? Or is the pshat I own half and you own half? What's the machlekes? So if you say yesh prayer, so when I'm using it, I'm using my half. When you're using it, you're using your half. But when you're using your half, you're not responsible for my half. Unless I give you the keys or the cover or whatever it is, and I make you a shamer on my half, fine. But if I just leave you using it, you're using your half. What does I'm doing my half? So maybe you're responsible for not covering over your half, but you're not responsible for mine. So therefore, you're only responsible if you give over the keys, or in this case, giving over the cover. Okay. Whereas the rabbanon say embrera. The rabbanon say embrera. By definition, when Shimon is using the bar, he's a shoyel on Reuven's half, and when Reuven uses the bar, he's by definition a shoyel on Shimon's half. And therefore, if you're a shoyel, of course you're going to be responsible. I'm Rabbi Tamai. We have the same achleikus in Hilchas Nedar. Son, Hashutfin Shenadra Nozamiza. Two Shutfim got in a fight. Uh-huh. Okay, and they said each one says you can't get enough for my half, and you can't get enough for my half. Okay, so Hashutfin Lekanas Chatzar. Neither one can go into the Chatzar because when Reuven goes in, he's by definition using Shimon's part, and when Shimon goes in, he's by definition using Reuven's part. Lazbiyakov says Yesh Pera. Zen Nichlas Tech Shalay. Zen Nichlas Shalay. I own half. Whatever I go into is mine. Whatever you go into is yours. Each one's going into their own side. So that machlekes has an afkamina like Gabi and it also has an afkamina like our point of when do you have to give over the shmirah? Are you giving over the shmirah stam when you use it, or you only give over the shmirah if I tell you to be a shamer on it by giving you the keys or the cover? Even though the two dots are coming up, the two dots really belong here because the next figure starts here. So we'll pick it up there tomorrow.